is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! All right, welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kalen as always. It is Sunday, September 19th at 5 p.m., and Michigan just scored again. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a second on that one. Yeah, there you go. I know, I'm pretty funny, right? But um, it was, (laughs) I mean, a field day for the Wolverines yesterday just scoring at will. Um, I mean, that was one of the best offensive performances that we have seen in, in quite some time from Michigan. Well, they, um, what are they, they tied the rushing record rushing. Oh no, they didn't tie the rushing TD record because it got called back, but they had what eight rushing touchdowns. And then that big um, passing touchdown from Cade uh, Cornelius Johnson. They looked awesome on offense, man. It was great. Obviously again, it's NIU. They haven't really paid, played anybody yet. But uh, they look good. Yeah, it gave me flashbacks of uh, the last game where we scored 70 points, basically. It was, um, what, Rutgers? Rutgers. 2016? 20, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it 78 nothing. points or something? 78? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, that was insane. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's a familiar feeling right now uh, to past years where Michigan in the first – three to four games absolutely dominate and they have me all the way bought in that they're a good team <laughs> and then you know mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks we travel to madison and we might be humbled a little bit but for right now uh, i will soak it all up um it, it does i mean this team looks a lot better than we thought that they were i think uh, nobody really knew what they what they were going to be totally, but I think people had some reservations, but right now they look like a legit top 20, top 15 team, right? Oh, hundred percent. Right. Right now. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. I think they're uh, the, the defense really is what I think impressed me the most yesterday. Um, Cause I know somebody said something. I can't remember if we were talking to somebody at the tailgate or one of you guys said it on the podcast earlier, but uh, they're, they're a bend don't break defense. And I yep. feel like we saw that yesterday. There wasn't like too many, like really big plays. Obviously there was interception. Um, I think there was a few plays in the backfield, but other than that, I mean, they're just kind of like going out there and they're not letting up, letting up any big plays yet. And like, that's all you can really ask for, especially from what we've seen from Michigan defenses the past few years. So I'll take it, man. I'll take it. If it keeps them in the game like this and the offense can keep scoring, I mean, that's what Michigan needs right now. Yeah, overall, the defense played very well. I think outside of two runs or something from Rocky Lombardi, um, they pretty much kept the rushing yards down. And Fucking Rocky Lombardi. Gee, I know, man. And <laughs> then when he, the crowd, down that was, 60. Uh, down 60 <laughs> literal points. Like, Bro, I under, oh I mean, he's obviously got something to talk about, right, since last right. year. But he has I mean, bragging rights. Come on. God. I mean, but they held him to 46 it. yards passing. That was his awesome stat to see. line. 
His stat line was Brian Lewerke 2018 type stats during the Devin Bush uh, uh, Spartan stop it. Yeah, I mean, first yeah. half, he only had 18 yards passing, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. But also, your boy, Cade, over 100 yards passing, 191. There you go. One that TD was my hot picks. take, right? That was Love it. Take. Beautiful. Uh, I mean, this offense looked uh, a lot – I'll get to the defense in a little bit too, but this offense looked a lot like game one, right? Which I think mm-hmm. that is just – honestly, more than anything, it's a bit of a sigh of relief for us because – we were all a little worried that after that Washington game, they'd just, like, run it forever and, and not try to pass. But uh, Kate got back into a pretty good rhythm there, I'd say. Yeah, yeah there's definitely a couple throws that he had um, where he had – there's at least one that I remember that Cornelius Johnson, you know, had five to ten yards of separation from the defender. And there's – he, I mean, he was behind the entire secondary that where he was wide oh, open yeah. and Cade missed him um, by six inches or something. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he had to dive for it and he got his hand on the ball. But I mean, he was that open and for him to be missed that I mean, that sucked. It's Nick. It's nitpicky. But in right. games where, you know, you need a touchdown, that's the difference. That's a big play. So I'll be nitpicky and say that um, I'd like to see that get better going forward. But. Other than that, man, I, I kind of loved it. I mean, you got everybody you wanted to in the game. Basically, all of Michigan's <laughs> entire depth chart played, which yeah. was great to see. Um, and Blake Quorum, man, just still doing the same shit. Him, Haskins, even Donovan Edwards. He had that big, huge burst for a touchdown. Dude, run. I mean, the, the, I went you, you saw him kind that. of like patiently waiting for that hole, and then as soon as it opened up, he like took off like a fucking rocket, man. That was little. That was, that was awesome. really cool. Yeah, I. Don Donovan Edwards did that little like hesitation, like you just said, and then when he turned it on, holy shit! I didn't know Donovan Edwards was that fast. Dude, I mean, he flies. He, he flies, man. I I think it was really cool uh, to see him get in the game, obviously, but then get you know he had two touchdowns uh, in the second half. We saw the future of Michigan football with JJ playing the entire second half, you know, outside of, and then our boy Dan Valari got in too. It's yeah. not. Not one for one, though. Unfortunately, he still didn't throw it. He, he was right around the 50, man. I was waiting for that Omaha. I know. I know. He should have. <laughs> should have just chucked it deep. But uh, oh, man. they need to throw it at least one time with him. Come on now. I know. Let, um, the, people see the, let, let the people see the cannon that he's got. He's hiding it. Exactly. Um, I felt no, like we I got mean, to see the athleticism out of, like, literally all the running backs, right? Like, you got to see both Donovan and, um, and Blake kind of, like, had that patience, and then they hit the hole with some burst. You saw Hassan hit, like, a few shimmies on some guys and break some ankles. You even saw some guys I don't even remember their names, like, look pretty solid. I mean, yeah, it's definitely I, – and can't forget about McCarthy either. He had a nice little run. Bring it yeah. down to, I think, about like oh, yeah. five or ten-yard line uh, where he took it on a read. I mean, that we don't see that ever where the, <laughs> the QB actually takes the ball on the read option. So yeah. he kept it and, it, and it looks fucking great. I love to see that actually happen in a game for Michigan. For sure. I mean, Shea Patterson, like, never, ever, ever took ever. it, you know, outside of a, a couple. He had that long run against Wisconsin, I remember. But he really mm-hmm. was a give guy. And I think J.J., you know, even Cade, obviously, is a give guy, too. He's, he's pulled it a couple times. But it, it when J.J. gets in there and he pulls, it, it – it, it makes the defense have to adjust for that. and It throws in a, a, a whole new dynamic. But, Kalen, to your point, I mean, I really, truly think that we have three running backs 
that would be RB1 for 75% of the country. Oh, yeah. 100%. Agreed. But they are – they're really that good. Um, I, I think that – I what I love, too, about how – so uh, it was a little concerning when you saw Donovan Edwards come in just because of the whole three-back rotation last year. They couldn't figure it out. But I thought that Gaddis and Mike Hart have had it down perfectly this week as well where – they would put in Donovan Edwards, but for a whole drive so that he could right. stay in a rhythm, right? Whereas last year, it was like Charbonnet in for one play, and then Haskins they weren't in for one play, mm-hmm. and then Corum in for one play. And so it, like, it felt like that rotation was a lot better. Um, I mean, they ended up with, what was it? The stat-wise was 13 carries for Corum, 8 for Edwards, and 9 for Haskins, which I think is a really good – uh balance there for sure yeah yeah i think quorum obviously should be the leading leading ball carrier um and then and i think haskins which he was only by one carry but i think a lot of it um the score had a lot to do with it with edwards getting a little bit more carries but i was i was shocked to see how early edwards got in to run the ball yeah i mean i I, correct me if i'm wrong i I think it was the second quarter but it might have even been the first quarter where he got in and he was running it i'm pretty sure it was the second quarter yeah Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't expect him to get in that early. We haven't seen him really at all, except for garbage time until, until yesterday. So, um, but I, I liked it a lot. I mean, he's legit. He, he's, he's going to be very good in the future. He's already pretty solid right now. Um, and so the other thing is, uh, so Spath tweeted this out, you know, Corum has three straight hundred yard rushing games. I didn't, I forgot about this stat, but Mike Hart, started in 2007 with seven straight hundred yard rushing games. And so oh, that is just an insane stat, first of all, but Gorham's got a shot. You know, I, I think he's got a good shot at it this week against Rutgers. Um, Wisconsin's going to be the tough one, but uh, he, he's got a chance here in the next four games to, to match that, which would be really cool. Well, if Michigan sticks with running the ball, that they, the way that they have been these last few games, where they're really reliant on that to get the offense going. I think it's pretty safe to say Quorum's going to be the leading ball carrier moving forward. So I, th- I think you're, I agree. I think he's got a really good shot at it as long as the offense stays going the way it is. Yeah. Oh, it's, 100%. It just depends on what kind of defense they come up against. Right. I mean, Wisconsin right. has obviously a very good defense and uh, so do a lot of these other big 10 teams. It looks like this year. So I think sleep we'll- on Rutgers either. You can't sleep on records. It's not a gimme anymore. So mm-hmm. Big Ten opener next week. That'll be a good uh, indication of where the defense is at against a legitimate Big Ten opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, this is I, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about next week too. Um, I mean, the line came out. It's minus 19 for Michigan against Rutgers. Rutgers Oof. is not bad. I might I might take Rutgers points there. I thought this defense it was really incredible. Flying around the ball once again, um, they're the heartbeat of this team. I know that everyone gives praise to the offense when you score 63 points, um, but I think this defense, you know, giving up 10, 14, and then 10 is, is really incredible. Um, and, you know, I thought that they, you know, could have went up without giving up a touchdown to Washington definitely could have went without giving up a touchdown last week or this week because, um, you know, Lombardi 
had a run, long run in, uh, in the fourth quarter, and it was kind of a garbage time TD. But the, they're, they're doing pretty damn well in terms of holding, uh, holding teams to low uh, points. Yeah, and that was that was a big thing too. We we're talking about right before the season started. It was the question marks with defense and the offensive line, and those are two of the strongest parts of Michigan's entire team right now. So that's, I mean, that's awesome to see. It feels like a lot of questions are being answered. I know the hype for everybody is building right now, especially looking at Ohio State playing like dog shit, which yep. is amazing to see. <laughs> I don't know, man. There, there's a, there's hope. There's hope in Ann Arbor. Yep, right. For, at least for now. At least for now. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that Penn State game the other day, though, but or last night. But I mean, they they look pretty good too. So I mean, if you if you make it past Michigan State, then you're gonna have to make it past you know Penn State. Then you got to make it to Ohio State. So it, it's a gauntlet for Michigan, man. Well, and even MSU looked pretty solid as well. I thought. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was it was they were the score did not indicate how close that game was. Um, you know, it was a 24-17 game, uh, and then MSU scored with like six minutes left and then two minutes left to seal it. Um, but still, you go down to Miami, who's, you know, ranked in, uh, in the top 25 uh, at the time. They're not anymore, but um, MSU is looking not like, a, a, you know, three and nine team, which a lot of people thought that they were. So, uh, Kalen, yeah, I mean, I think this – as good as we, we think Michigan is looking right now, the schedule is still not easy. Um, and I, I agree, Jack, that the schedule or, or teams are not playing that well um, in the Big Ten. But still, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say that Michigan is like all of a sudden the favorite in the, uh, in the Big Ten. Um, oh, but, no, and neither am I. I'm going to say yeah, I think yeah. there's hope against Ohio State. I agree. This is <laughs> this seems more like the normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say this seems like the best scenario like that we've seen from a Michigan and Ohio State perspective in quite some time. Where Ohio State is looking at their lowest that they've been, and, and Michigan's looking at the highest that they've been um, probably since 2018. Uh, but still, uh, you never know how that's gonna go. I do want to bring up AJ Henning on punt returns. He yeah. is doing a fabulous job. I know I've made a vocal at least last season when we were recording or no, two seasons ago. Um, I fucking hated DPJ punt returning. He, he, yeah. I did not, I did not think he was that good as a punt returner. Obviously a great receiver doing great things. I don't know if he's returning punts in the NFL for the Browns, but it seemed like anytime he was returning a punt, he was going East and West and wasn't picking up any yards. AJ Henning had a, a, at least a couple really nice punt returns uh, on special teams last weekend. And I think he had a couple, maybe had a couple already earlier in the season, but I mean, just to see such a well-rounded team, again, we're playing like, we're not playing the the solid big 10 teams, but just to bring some confidence to those position groups right now is, is really encouraging. Oh yeah. yeah. And I think it's a big two underrated coach. I think is Jay Harbaugh. Every time he's coached special teams, they've been like pretty solid take it yeah i i I really like this coaching staff all around right now um you know it feels like jim is back a little bit i mean well again we're saying that now and the whole tune could change in a couple weeks here but (laughs) um i think mike mcdonald and his defensive staff has done a great job in in year one you know they've turned that defense into something 
very different right now than, than what it was um, in a very short time span. So that's pretty cool. I mean, this offense too, Mike Hart, I think was probably the biggest hire they could have had um, right now. I mean, <laughs> if you're Mike Hart, you were probably walking into Jim's office saying, Hey, I know you're paying me a decent amount, but you're going to have to double that right now um, because they are number one in the nation in rushing at like 353 yards a game. That is incredible. And I know, uh, you know, it, it just, even with them airing it out more this week, uh, they still dominated in the run game. And that was really, you know, a big piece of it. So um, I, I, I thought this offense in general, just like it looked very dynamic. I'm not sure how you're supposed to, to defend it. I, I don't, I mean, obviously, you know, people will figure it out, but when you've got the trio and even just the duo of Haskins and Corum, and you've got to, you've got to defend Haskins up the middle, but Cormer on the edge. And then with, I thought Cade made every throw he needed to. I actually kind of, I know you're nitpicking Jack, but I disagree with you. Like I, I mean, he dropped that dime to Cornelius Johnson. Um, he had a couple great throws to Eric Hall. I, I thought that he played really well. Um, and honestly, I'd love to see him take a couple more shots. But there are some people that are like, you know, we need to see JJ out there because he can make all the throws. I think Kate can make all the throws too. So I'm really impressed with this offense all around. First of all, I did not say Kate did not do a good job. I said there were a couple of deep balls that, you know, he, that he missed where guys were wide open. And, and it's true when you, I mean, especially if he's hitting those, that opens up the offense even more and there's more room yeah. for everybody else. Cause you know, the defense feels like they need to defend that. But uh, yeah. I, again, I, I, I think he played very, very well. I was just being nitpicky and uh, why, why you, you want to see the deep I balls. Especially when they're open. You said he sucked. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> Selective <laughs> hearing. Selective hearing is what we have. Yeah, that must be. Yeah, bad connection <laughs> over here, I guess. You, you uh, sound like a little bit like a robot. No, I. It's okay. <laughs> oh my bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, that might just be my voice too. Uh, Could be. But, I um, am Justin Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, I mean, let's talk around the uh, around the Big Ten now um, as well. We kind of did, you know, MSU beats uh, beats Miami. That's a just in general. I think that's a huge win for Mel Tucker. Uh, you know, winning his first uh, ranked uh, road game. We know how Michigan has done in ranked road games as well. So, um, what whether Miami's like actually legit or not, still a big win. Um, but still a big win. I agree. Still a big win. Yeah. Um, I let's see. Uh, Indiana loses by 14 to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you know, top 10 team right now, still not a, a, a you know, power five. Indiana is not as good as we thought they were. I think people had them as like a top 10 team. I'm not sure they are. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I agree. They haven't played like it. And I know they were, I mean, I was expecting them to be one of the better teams in the Big Ten, but they do not look great so far. Yeah, they – sorry, they suck. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, they're 1-2 right now? Yeah, 1-2. Do two, they have a win? Yeah, they do. I think they won their first game but lost the second, I want to say. Um, well, no, their first game was Iowa, and they got oh, trounced. Yeah, you're right. I think, right? Sorry. Yes, you are correct. Um, 
Uh, by the way, did you guys see Western beat Pitt? I did. 44-41. Makes, makes that win uh, for Michigan look a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Nebraska only lost to Oklahoma by seven. I mean, that fucks me, dude. I had a I had a five team parlay, oh, and shit. I picked Oklahoma minus I think twenty three, whatever it was, and that was the only one that didn't hit. So Oklahoma, yeah. what the fuck are you doing this year? I mean, you're <laughs> winning games, but you're winning a lot closer than I expected them to. Yeah. Uh, and then Minnesota blanked Colorado thirty to nothing. I don't. I can't yeah. figure out Minnesota if they're good or not. They were no, like, I don't know, very competitive with Ohio State, uh, and then you know go out and they lose. Uh, or they beat Miami of Ohio by five, and then go out and blank Colorado. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, let's see. Uh, Notre Dame only beat Purdue twenty seven thirteen. I. Wish that we played Notre Dame this week here because I think they stink. The game uh, was actually closer than the score indicated, too. Really? Yeah, it kind of like went later into the fourth quarter, and then uh, Notre Dame scored twice, and it was kind of like, oh, all right, there it goes. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, Iowa beat Kent State thirty to seven. I'm. I think Iowa's good. I'm still not sold on them as the fifth team in the nation, though. I'm not sure they're that good. They must have a pretty uh, solid defense, though. I don't think they've left up, let up any more than seven points, have they? How, what, do we know what happened with them in uh, week two? Uh, let's see here. They, yeah, they gave up seventeen to Iowa State. Okay. Still, I mean, they're not. Um, I mean, they're kind of right where Michigan's at as far as letting still, up points. Yeah, and Iowa. I mean, the Iowa State is a top ten team as well. So, supposedly, uh, yeah. Supposedly, right. Uh, Ohio State, I mean, they that score was 41-20. It was not a three-score, three, you know, three-score game. It was like a one-score game the whole time until, like, two minutes left. I, uh, I had hope, yeah. We, we were watching that game, and I was like, fuck, Tulsa. Dude, Let's Tulsa. go. Would love an upset here. Would love for Ohio State to be one and two. That'd be incredible. Mm. Um, Rutgers went out and beat uh, Delaware 45-13. I think Rutgers is legit. I don't know. I'm a little yeah. scared about next week, to be honest. I, yeah. I mean, after no, that week one, we were like, Rutgers is back. Greg Schiano, he's got him moving. Yeah. Do you think that's just like Michigan cognitive dissonance, right? Just going like, <laughs> Rutgers is pretty good. And then like we crush them and they go like, all right, they're the same old Rutgers. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to hype them up so when we do win, that it looks better. Or yeah. it feels, <laughs> feels better to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, Northwestern lost to Duke 30-23. People had Northwestern as, like, a great team this year, too. It's like, all right, they lost everybody. They stink. Uh, that's no longer a big game for Michigan, unfortunately, which was, like, one of their only – big home games in the big 10 well indiana was supposed to be too and then indiana's trash now too Uh, i'll take i'll take teams being bad so that it can help us rather than having us be big games yep all four Um, yeah let's see penn state i you said it uh kaylin penn state i mean they've got two really good wins now already in three weeks beating wisconsin and beating auburn now um, by the way, the whiteout, I, 
it's it's sick. It is really cool. <laughs> it's just an electric atmosphere out there. It is. Uh, yeah, that that is an incredible place to to go to watch a football game. I'll tell you that. Uh, that was about it around the Big Ten, I think. Um, by the way, UCLA, after they've been like surprisingly mm. dominating, lose yeah. to Fresno State. Like, what the heck? Fresno State. There? I think they're top twenty-five now, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. did get voted in. Um, but yeah, I know I like man, I like UCLA, Charbonnet, DTR. I like the way those guys play. So I hope that they, uh, you know, hope it's just one game and they and they come back and still win the Pac-12. I'd love Fresno. to see a nice game between them and uh, Oregon. That yeah. Fresno State team is kind of wild, though, too. Like, their QB already has 144 passing attempts and over 1,400 yards. Jesus. What? <laughs> Wait, well, is that a real played... stat? Say that again. His, his stats for the season so far, he has 1,464 yards and 144 <laughs> attempts. In three games? Four games. Yes. They played four games. Four games. Still. Oh, my God. I mean, right now he's on pace for 4,500 yards over that in the, in the season. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. 144 passes in four games? Oh, and, my God. And he put up, I mean, 330 against UConn, 298 against Oregon, 380 against Cal Poly. And then last week, 455 against UCLA. So I'm pretty sure Fresno only passes. Well, yeah. no, they, they had a running back with 136 yards. Well, shit. Good for Fresno. Yeah. They do, the dude completes passes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, his completion percentage is 73.6%. I mean. Talk about a sleeper team. Take these guys on, the, uh, on your best. Shit. Yeah. All right, so that's kind of what we got around the, the country. Um, by the way, this stat, I think I said this to you guys after week one, but they had – after week one, they had 13 uh, – Michigan had 13 uh, plays of 10 yards or more. This week they had 20. 20 different plays of 10 yards or more. That is like – I'll, I'll end it on this kind of – this statement, I guess, but like, this truly feels like what Josh Gaddis was looking for in speed and space. Uh, but they're explosive as hell, I'd say. Dude, yeah, they showed a stat on uh, when I was watching a little bit of the highlights today. It was something with the big plays. It was like uh, 40 plays or more, 50 plays or more, or 50 yards or more um, plays. And Michigan, through two and a half games, already passed up everything from last year as far as big plays. Like we're finally seeing big plays like last year. It's amazing how awful that offense was last year, like two and four, like doesn't even really like justify how bad it was. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in a real, like in a 12 game uh, schedule, we would have went four and eight. Probably. Probably. Uh, Yeah. If that, uh, I don't know. I agree with you. It just feels like this offense is back on track. Um, I think they have a ton of weapons. I think this team in general, just like, I don't know, man, I love the vibe. I know we keep talking about it. It's probably annoying, but like, I don't know. There's just, this is classic after three games, just overreacting and being like, this is a great team. (laughs) Well, one thing uh, that you can definitely feel is like, this is a, 
not just a great team, but it's like an entertaining team to watch, yeah. right? Yes. Like the number of, of times in the past, I would be like checking out what Ohio State's doing and they're like letting an athlete get out to the edge, juke someone out mm-hmm. and make a play. I'm like, holy crap, man. Like we should be doing that. And now I feel like we're actually seeing that play out. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they're, they're also like, likable guys they seem to be right right whereas in the past like we didn't have the most likable guys sometimes uh so i i totally agree with you i in truly i'm enjoying watching michigan football right now um which again ask me in two weeks i'm probably gonna be like i fucking hate watching michigan football but (laughs) For right now, this scene, like everything that they do, I, I'm really liking. Um, and I just like, I don't know, I like the direction that Michigan football is going right now. Uh, we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, you guys got anything else you want to uh, you want to leave it with for today? I think that's all I got. I know we'll have probably a couple more episodes this week, so we'll be able to talk more, have a couple cool people on. Um, but as of right now, I think we uh, we were able to wrap the game up pretty pretty well. Yeah, no, nothing to add. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, like uh, we're going to try and get some guests on this week, like Jack said. So uh, we'll have a couple more things coming to you for Rutgers game. Uh, you know, we'll be out there for a tailgate again. I'll, I'll say that every week. But uh, we had a we had a great tailgate this week, even for a nooner. Uh, 3.30. I'm pumped for a 3.30. I'll tell you that. that right this now. is going to be the best tailgate of the year. So I agree. Far. Washington was 330 is perfect. 330 is perfect. I couldn't agree more. I was hoping to not totally black out this time. Um, Hope for the best. I I kept it. We we all kept it together really well this week. I'm proud of us. I think Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I agree with you. 330. Be there. Uh, Party will start at 9 a.m. on Saturday. So I'm excited for that one. Uh, but you can follow us at Blue by 90 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Blue by 90 Podcast on YouTube. Uh, we're going to try and start posting some more on there too. So check it out. Uh, but yeah, appreciate all of you. Uh, appreciate truly uh, for, for sponsoring us in the tailgate. Uh, you know, I had plenty of Trulies on Saturday as well. They stocked us up once again. So uh, it was a great time. We will see you later this week. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue.